Namaste. Um, this is a redo of um, a previous podcast, which I've um, done actually a few times, um, on how to attract uh, demonic entities and energy. Um, so if you recall, I did this podcast a few months ago. Um, but I didn't have the, the Tala in Yantra um, associated with um, this podcast. So um, it was a bit poor, basically. So I was talking for about half an hour about something which people couldn't see. So today we have uh, the Yantra to open the Tala to, to the left of me, or the right of me, depending on how they uh, do this video. And um, anyway, I'll just, I'll just begin again. Um, so... This is going to be a sort of um, a redo of the previous one, and so I'm actually going to use the same transcript I used previously and just read it out so people can just follow um, it again. And uh, obviously the transcript's on the, the Patreon site, and and so is the the, the high-quality high um, Tala Yantra image as well. So... Um, I'll just start again. Um, so tonight's podcast is a very quick introduction into the main methodology on how tantric ionists attract uh, de demonic entities into their life. Uh, this information was originally broadcast, um, not, not my previous bro bro um, podcast, but originally originally broadcast um, many, many years ago by um, Swami Kudavani. That's Kuda. Vani, and one of the great tantric ionists of the of the past thirty years. Uh, in fact, as a, as a small child, I I I'm just relate the story again. I, I actually attended one of her lectures um, on the nature of being and non-being. But um, as I mentioned before, that's another podcast. Uh, it, it was it it was basically a, a sort of a hands-on view of what it's like to exist um, as yourself. Um, in the same physical sort of shell um, as another entity and all the challenges that presents. So, um, and I think I mentioned in the previous podcast that I wanted a copy of that um, uh, original um, original recording, Individian Ioni, that is. Um, and I will try to, um, well, actually, I'm reading the script now, but I'm going to, um, this script is basically. Um, <laughs> it's basically a rip-off of that uh, original Dravidian Ioni um, presentation by um, Swami Kuravani. And I think I asked in the previous podcast if anyone had the original, and um, no one did as yet. Um, which is sort of understandable because I was speaking English and most Ionists don't speak English, but anyway. So, um, so if, if is anyone out there? I I should actually go via the Ironwell Foundation and ask ask them if they have it. Um, they might do, um, but they're so busy it's, it's difficult to get anything from the Ironwell Foundation. Even though I'm a volunteer as well, so <laughs> talking to the higher ups is quite a tricky thing. Anyway, if you do find that original recording by Swami Kudavani, just email the Ironwell Foundation on info at iron.org. Um, I'll get all the admins to put all the details in the description as usual. Okay, um, so as before, before I start this podcast, I'd like to issue a warning. Uh, 
uh, these methods um, I will present here are basically only for tantric ionists or um, other spiritual beings who follow the a sort of left-hand path, such as um, demonologists of um, any discipline, agories, luciferians, and yeah, as I mentioned, uh, I'm not that familiar with the Western mystical arts, but um, anyway, this podcast is is basically for people who want to converse or speak or commune with negative entities, such as um, demons or evil spirits. In Ionism, there's no such thing as good or evil, only aspects of uh, positive or negative. So, um, and as I as I said before, I'm I'm just taking loan words from English uh, to explain something. Um, so, when I say evil spirits, uh, these are just beings that exist in in the in this universe as we all do. They're not bad, and that makes if that makes sense. They're just of a negative ilk. Okay. Um, so and also, I'm constantly translating from Dravidian irony in English. So, um, so um, positive and negative, good and evil. All these words are just um, sort of constructs, basically. Yeah. So, when, if I'm speaking, if I'm saying evil, um, I'm actually saying uh, an, an entity that follows a specific path um, to Brahman that is aligned with um, tantric ideals. So it's not really evil, it's just a different way of looking at the universe. So, um, And the purpose of this short podcast is to teach you that the very basic skill set required um, in order to attract um, negative entities or, or demons into your life from a um, Dravidian irony standpoint. Of course, there are lots of other traditions, and I'm not going to um, um, poo-poo those traditions or, or, or say negative, negative things about it. Uh, I'm just, this is strictly from a, an ironist tradition. Um, and it's all, this podcast has also been requested by several hundred people over the, over the, over the course of several months. Um, so, and the fact that I did the previous podcast but didn't have the, the, the Yantra image, unless you were a Patreon subscriber, was a bit, um, bit poor of me, actually. It's a, I guess a bit salt. Well, I, I was a mistake. It was, it was a bit, but anyway, hopefully it's all sorted out now. And we have the, the Yantra to my left and I'll talk about how to, um, do the details in a, in a few seconds. How to um, interact with and commune, commune with um, demonic entities um, from from the tantric ionist perspective. Um, so basically, there are, as you, as you know, uh, most ionists know, um, and people who listen to these podcasts, there there's a, an infinite or innumerable number of talas, negative dimensions, um, that house or occupy negative entities um, such as sewers or other forms of higher or lower demons. Corresponding to these talas are tala yantras, which are sacred symbolic scripts that open these dimensions, sort of the keys to the doorway, the portals, um, the way of opening um, the doors between our realm and other realms. And also, these yantras have their corresponding mantras, which is usually the name of the yantra, the tala's name, that resonates with the, the talic energy. Um, that, that, that um, where these uh, negative entities may exist in. So if one chants the Tala's mantra, and uh, more importantly, importantly from, from a Murugan ionist, um, inscribe the, tal, the Tala's yantra, so you, you, you write the, the yantra, which is a, the sacred image, and, and state the mantra, um, that has the resonance to open up the Tala. So one can open up a portal or sort of doorway 
from the Tala dimension to our to our to this dimension. Um, and as I'm speaking this, um, obviously there's many many Ionists who know several Tala inscriptions or yantras now uh, to summon various dem demonic entities um, such as. Uh, Lavalian Geta Salmon and, and previous ones I've mentioned and uh, obviously Yvitra is, is the famous one that most tantrics know how to do summon. There's also the, the famous set of demonic entities that um, were involved in the Kalayan incident or event, cataclysm or whatever you want to call it. And so many, many Ionists know those Taliantras and mantras. So, um, now, um, this podcast is not about summoning specific entities, though. This podcast will present the methodology used by tantric practitioners on how to attract demonic entities into your life. So let me repeat that. This podcast is not about summoning a specific demon. No, it is about how to attract many demonic en energies into your life so that it will be easier to summon and commune with demons generally. Now before I begin properly, there are some people who are probably asking the question, why would you want to attract demonic beings into your life? Um, the answer is fairly obvious and basically explains why some people on this planet have more power, money and material wealth than others. The purpose of attracting demonic or negative entities is ultimately to commune with and become one with the entity you summon. And this alignment between yourself and the entity is the key. And this key, this alignment will bring you the arcane knowledge, ancient knowledge from the past that these um, beings will hold. And, and, this, and that will naturally gift you power, financial wealth, um, attraction, and other material, material aspects. Or that are very important in this uh, plane of existence, in this sort of capitalist uh, world we live in. Um, so, so in fact, it's um, it's often been stated by tantric ionists and other schools that the entities that you link with from a tala, a sort of a negative dimension, will crave the, the, the hedonism and the, the wondrous pleasures that this material plane has to offer. So the excesses of wealth and power and... Um, dare I say, um, sexual energy. So there's a, there's, a, there's a link between you and the demonic entity, and you both gain by getting what you want. So, and as you know, that these uh, demonic entities exist in Talas, which are other negative dimensions close close to, and also distant from Mars as well. Uh, but, the, but the advantage of, of allowing us to um, share this physical vessel with negative entities in this plane of reality is that they um, uh, the demons that is uh, will gain new experience experiences and uh, the insights and this will help them in their own journey to Brahman and so um, as you know the, the ultimate aim is to become one with Brahman so whichever path you take left left or right um, linking with positive entities or negative entities, the ultimate aim is eventually to go back to the one. So um, so in, in, in return of sharing ourselves with an entity, they will share with us the material world and all it has to offer, basically. So, and this is why, as, as, we, as most ionists know, many, in fact, most uh, businessmen who practice ionism 
very successful ones um, are very attuned to this negative energy because they 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 are, they are linked sometimes with one or many entities entities and therefore they they gain the arcane knowledge and the power and all the other trappings that it involves so so I I won't mention any names but um, I think I might have mentioned in the previous podcast um, certain people I I know but um, let's uh, let's not go go there so um, in Ionism. Um, we believe that the Atman soul is projected into our bodily vessel from uh, various distant dimensions and realities, and thus to, to other non-human entities, thus uh, other sort of non-human based entities or beings that were human maybe, would like to experience this reality as part of their path to Brahman. So it's about um, experiencing, experiencing as many things as possible from many different standpoints because Brahman encompasses the whole of everything and if you don't uh, if you go down a narrow path you're not really understanding how the whole the wholeness works to become one you have to become everything to become something um, one or nothing some people say um, so and this is this is also a general point about before I teach you the method oh uh, yeah there was some uh, um, previous um, people saying that I, I was waffling too long about uh, how to, about the the background before um, before telling you the method, but um, that's how the the original very old podcast was was delivered. Uh, a bit of background first, and then we will dive into the actual how to do it sort of thing. So um, this is a general point, but it's more likely for demonic entities um, to wish to share this material existence with your physical being. Uh, rather than a higher positive being such as the gods and divas um, wishing to commune with you on a physical level rather than a spiritual one but um, this is actually not always true so I'll just clarify that again so negative entities like demons want to spend time in this material plane because of all, it, all the things it has to offer but there are other ones as well that they, they do if you enter this field you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about higher beings like gods don't usually want to enter the material plane um, but some people do, sometimes it obviously does happen, and when people, humans, become uh, psychically attuned or linked with uh, higher gods, for example, from locusts, from positive dimensions, and and we, uh, I think I did a podcast on how to link with Murgan, which, is, which you can follow if they still have it up, and if they don't, I might have to redo it. Um, anyway, so... But um, so people, can, a very rare occurrence that people do become one with higher positive entity entities, and when we when this happens, you, you, we recognise them as um, sort of god men or saints or holy beings, and you, you'll know there's only a very rare rare instance where, where these people exist. But you you see them, and you you recognise their deep spirit, spirituality. A lot of these people are in, are gurus or saints, and they have many followers. And um, so anyway, so the, the, I'm also trying to uh, link with them um, positive being, which is quite a good good way of doing things. Um, but obviously, this podcast is about negative entities, so I'll I'll, I'll just continue on on that vein. Um, so as I said before, yeah, I mean, you see God men and saints and those sort of people, and but the, but the, obviously the converse or the inverse is also true. Um, you see many prominent business people and politicians, especially 
that indulge in ancient tantric practices to get ahead and promote themselves in this world to boost their business, power, their allure, whatever, their attraction. And in fact, you, you can sometimes you can see the hidden symbols when, when you see a, a very famous politician, which I won't mention, and um, and um, some very fam- very rich business people. You can see the tantric symbols on them. They have it. It's, it's uh, subtly, and also they do the sort of the hand motions, um, which um, anyway, I'm, I'm not here to, to out anyone. Anyway, um, so like recognizing a holy person, we also recognize these people who follow the tantric path. And if you follow this, these instructions, you'll become attuned to that path, and you, then you'll spot, the, spot these people straight away. Um, so anyway. Yeah, so there's, anyway, as Ionis, before I, I don't want to enter any sectarian territory, I don't, there's not one path, positive or negative, that is greater than the other. So some people are drawn to the spiritual path and others to the, are drawn to a material path. So I, I guess the people who are listening to this podcast are drawn to a material existence, but also a spiritual one, so there's a mixture. Um, but they're all part of the journey to, um, to Brahman. And, so, and if you're listening to this podcast or watching this on YouTube, you're probably drawn to, to one of these path, paths or both. So you have to embrace the path and um, begin your journey to, to Brahman oneness and uh, embrace it via the, the key, which is Murugan Iron, who actually taught us how to open these um, talas and yantras, um, tali, uh, uh, talas and lokas and, uh, from the very beginning, hundreds of thousands of years ago. Um, actually, there's a, okay. So, okay, that's enough background information. I, w- I was going to say something just quick, briefly that, uh, I've heard that the Iron Wealth Foundation are going to redo their website. So all the, all the history of ironism should be in a very good condensed form. Um, their website's quite old now. It's not very mobile friendly. So anyway, enough background information, enough rambling. Um, now let's get, get onto the fundamentals of how to open Tala, this Tala and how to attract their, demonic energy into your life. So the first thing you must do is draw the Karo Panayal Yantra. Um, so that's, I'll say that again, Karo Panayal Yantra, which should be the picture to the left or right of me in this podcast. You draw it onto your body, basically, and traditionally it's drawn onto your chest in the Abhichawa Tantric Schools of Ionism. Um, so, and a bit of background onto this Tala Yantra, as I mentioned before, it was um, given to us by Murugan Ayan to the ancient Kalayans many hundreds of years prior to the Kalayan incident as actually uh, a warning not to engage in, uh, in not to engage in any demonic communion, um, but obviously they did anyway, as we, as we know, so I shouldn't laugh, but it was a Massacre, that's me, the client instance. So Murugan Iron taught the clients, the ancient clients, like hundreds of thousands of years ago. Well, actually, well, yeah. And, and then the descendants of the clients. And then uh, and they taught them as a means not to, as a, not, as a means not to engage in demonic communion, communi- communion, but they did. Um, and obviously, I think most ironists know the story, um, the story of the clients and this yantra. Um, basically, one of the ancient Kalayan kings wished to increase the size of his kingdom, his wealth and his power. 
So he, went, he wanted to increase the number of um, queens he had, lovers he had. He, he, wanted to, he wanted the entire spectrum of um, material strength at his command. So he communed with Murugan Iron to grant him this boon. Um, so you must remember that in the ancient times it was obviously easier to commune with high entities than it is now. But obviously because of the, the blocking action of, of um, demon. But um, you can still perform this communion as per, per, per my previous podcast on how to commune with Murugan. Uh, but communing with high gods is, um, is, was much easier. So the Dravidian king communed with Murugan for this gift, and Murugan told him that all, all the things he seeks can be granted if he communes with ancient entities that also want this material power. The only caveat is that he would have to share his powerful materialism with uh, the, these ancient demons, ancient beings, and also sh- share his physical being. So Murugan warned him that by seeking this negative power, he would be firmly set on a left-hand path to Brahman. So, not going up the, the positive path to Brahman, but the negative. So that the destruction of many real- realities, many dimensions, between ours and Brahmans, rather than the merging via spiritual acts, such as meditation. So you're, you're destroying worlds, rather than meditation and calmness and travelling via worlds. Anyway... So, and I won't, I won't get into that, that detail just yet, but um, the king took note of Murugan's war- warning, but proceeded anyway. And um, so obviously the kingdom became very strong and powerful with the help of these entities, which the king had absorbed and it was also controlling him. But the king obviously became corrupted, he became evil, selfish, and, and thus the people suffered. But this is, um, I'm reading it from an Admani standpoint, so... It's um, it it may sound a bit I don't know sectarian, so if a tantric person listening to this podcast, as I said before, evil and good, uh, uh, there's not really an ironist term for that. But anyway, so the, when the king died, apparently, according to non-tantrics, uh, a few few people mourned, but the gateway was opened, and it sowed the seeds for the Klein incident, which would happen many many years later. The, uh, basically, the mass destruction um, in order to, to unify an incarnation of Murugan Iron in the form of King Kulg Udayan with Brahman. So, it's um, the Tantric king wanted to merge with Brahman via the left hand path, via the seeds that Murugan himself taught the, the ancient king many, many years before. So, um, what does it all mean? Um, <laughs> not much. No, no, no I'm joking. No, the, the conclusion of this ancient sto- history, um, as related by Ionis historians, that um, that certain people are aligned to this path, okay, and some others are not. Okay, that's the basic gist of this. So, for Murugan Iron to show the, the ancient Dravidian humans how to unlock the doors to Talas as a warning, but for us to do it anyway, so it shows us basically that we're in control of our path to Brahman. And all, all knowledge is actually part of Brahman. So Murugan shown the, the ancient king how to open the door was a warning, but also not a warning. It's, it's, it was showing how to do it. Um, and all knowledge, um, both positive and negative, has a purpose. It also tells us that our, there, there are consequences to this endeavor, which may take lifetimes to play out. Um, but if you're listening to this um, and contemplating performing this action, which I'm going to tell you now. Um, I believe you're ready for this journey. Uh, so you've been doing it for many, many previous incarnations. 
and that's why you're you're simply returning to this path. So, so let's get get on with it then, shall we? Um, the Karo Panayal uh, Tala, which is represented by the Yantra to my, the left or right of me, maybe that way, is a Tala dimension or gateway in which many, many, many demonic entities travel through. So there are many theories on why such entities use this area. Um, some Ionist adepts believe it is a staging area or crossroads for negative entities to travel to, to different realms, um, as this Tala is very close close to many powerful and numerous Talas, as well as very close to our realm, our sort of dimension. So other Ionists also argue that this Tala is close to our realm. So as I mentioned before, and um, this means that the powerful negative energy can easily seep into our reality. So very powerful negative energy can easily sort of leak into our into our existence, uh, especially since so many humans um, are opening this Tala to gain power and wealth. And very powerful humans are, are opening this Tala as well. Um, there was there was also, as I mentioned in the previous podcast, another obscure tantric ionist position that states that our realm or reality is actually part of the Karo Panayal Tala. So we're actually part of this Tala, which is basically evident in the amount of wars and famine and suicides and all this sort of negative stuff. Um, but actually, not many ionists agree to that. And I think I mentioned it in the previous podcast that only, I'm only saying this because um, there are some ionists who wish to subscribe to that theory, and I don't want to sound sectarian by not mentioning it. So I, I don't want people to sort of flame me and say, hey, hang on a minute, we are in the Karapanayal um, Tala space. So, But some people agree with that, others don't. So I think the majority don't actually. Um, but yeah, I think that's like a non-orthodox position to say that, but many people do. So if you open this Tala, the, the demonic entities that are close to this plane of reality who are traversing the Tala will see you, basically, and be aware of your presence and swarm to you, depending on your sort of ironist level. So as I mentioned earlier, these beings want to experience the power of this realm and other realms. So you can think of demonic entities as sort of travelers who wish to experience new ideas and cultures and uh, places in order to grow and develop their left-hand path to Brahman. So um, as soon as you open it, you'll have lots of de demonic entities, low-level ones, yeah, not, not, not the high-level ones that, that we're usually dealing with, but low-level ones. But these, these beings can help you with their, their ancient knowledge and all sorts of other things they can, they can help you with. So back to the method. So the first thing you do is draw the Karopanayal Yantra, <coughs> the Tali Yantra, onto your body. So as you draw it, you may chant Karopanayal uh, to affirm the resonant bond you, you, you will have with this Tala. Karopanayal. Actually, uh, most Ayanists know of the uh, Karopanayal Yantra, whether Orthodox Ayanists or Tantric ones. But... Um, this image is on the Patreon site, uh, as I mentioned before, but you can just take a screenshot of this YouTube video and just copy it if you want. Um, yeah, most tantrics will have this yantra in their possession or know by heart anyway, 
But I think most people listening to these podcasts in English are not Dravidian Islanders. A lot of Dravidian Islanders actually listen to the podcast. There's more people listening to the podcast than there are listen, watching the YouTube videos. Um, I guess because uh, people don't want to see my face on the show. I don't know. Um, no, uh, I think uh, maybe it's, it's the way people are marketing it. And it's, uh, I think, uh, anyway, <laughs> I, shouldn't, I shouldn't say that. Anyway, um, so you can also draw this Talianto on, onto a room in your house or some place that you wish to attract uh, demonic entities energy and entities uh, but traditionally it's been drawn onto the body of the trantic adept so some ionists and agoras perform this by, by using ash actually uh, some agoras use the ash of cremated bodies um, so attentic practitioners and agoras usually converge due to the spiritual energy that's that's there at cremations so uh, this is just for informational purposes only I, I don't uh, don't start go, going to funerals and asking to be smeared with the, the ashes of someone you don't know. Um, you have to ask permission, so don't break any laws. Uh, this is a thing. Um, yeah, so if you, so, you can also um, draw it using bodily or animal fluids, which can be of any form, so blood, sweat, or other fluids. I'll leave that to your imagination. Um, there are many transit groups, in fact, around the world. That use bodily fluid, the bodily fluid form of this ritual instead of ashes, due to various historical and cultural reasons, and um, and also tantric couples are sort of partaking this process as part of their their sexual magic rituals. Um, but um, that's probably another podcast uh, which I probably won't do because this uh, this is sort of a, this is a sort of a family podcast. I don't want to get into any dodginess. Um, there are two disclaimers that I should point out though. The first thing is don't hurt yourself. Uh, don't do anything illegal, as I mentioned before. So don't catch yourself on doing anything silly like that. Um, the practice of agoric using ash from cremations is uh, sort of semi-legal in India. Well, it's not, it's not really enforced, but, but if you do find yourself with agoric in India, um, um, just be mindful. Just follow their lead, basically. Um, Use your own judgment, judgment as an ionist. In fact, some, there's a very much of a bit of a crossover between both of them. So, both Agoris and ionists and tantric ionists and Abhichara schools, and there's there's a sort of mixture of all peoples. Yep. Um, some um, also perform um, go to tantric festivals to collect these um, fluids. Um, and they do sort of legal sacrifices, such as the Utalayan goat ritual, which um, many ironists know about, where the animal is killed and also eaten as part of the festival. And also, um, they sort of fry, fry the blood um, and eat it. I've been to a, one of these festivals, and they have very strong spirits, and they have this fried blood, and um, they perform these tantric rituals. So it's a, it's it's quite interesting um, but not for everyone I guess um, there are many um, documented cases as well uh, but uh, but but uh, of um, of this ritual being performed but to always remember, just remember this just obey the, the law in the country you're resident in so this is this knowledge is for information purposes so don't do any harm to others and or yourself um, 
do everything in a consensual manner, follow the left-hand path. Um, some idols also tattoo this yanta onto their body, as did the ancient Kalayans. However, this basically means that you are open to, to demonic entities and tiles for every moment of your existence. So even when you sleep and, and when you're most um, susceptible, basically, to communing with these beings. So some people create that experience, an, an ideal, um, but it's best to just control the link between themselves and the other and the entities, just to have some control. So you have to be a very high-level tantric practitioner to do that. Just just use your your own ironist judgment on, on these matters. So once you draw the the talianta onto your body or your building, or uh, there'll be a link between you and the karo panayal tala space, which will increase the amount of negative entities that will cross your path. Um, as I mentioned earlier, once you're attuned to this realm, any demonic entities that pass through it will sense you and come to you. Um, that's it really. Um, so you draw it and they'll they'll find you. So once these beings come to you, you you'll be able to interact with them, uh, learn from them and, and eventually become one with them. When I first posted this, um, this podcast a few months ago, there's been many people emailing me saying, yeah, they've, they've had links with these beings. And uh, there's some particular individual who's um, emailed me their pro progression from various stages. And also they're, they're giving them, telling me their business plans and everything. It's all a bit funny. But anyway, so, um, so a businessman's um, finding that, that things are going well, but also he's entering a more spiritual phase while this, this entity that he's linked with is it's pulling him in many different directions. So, so, uh, and so once these beings come to you, you'll be able to interact with them and learn from them and eventually become one with them. And this oneness will allow you to experience the richness of this world, its pleasures, its wealth and its power. Um, you will also share with this, the ancient entities you link with, um, you'll share a bond with them, which will not only be in this lifetime, but many incarnations that you live with. In fact, what I found from another person who emailed me was that um, they linked with an entity which they remembered from a previous incarnation after communing them for a few, several days. It, it sort of clicked in their brain and they realized that they were dealing with someone they met before. And that unlocked more memories of their previous incarnation. So that was quite interesting to learn. Yes, um, um, your path to Brahman one is rather tantric way will begin or continue um, as anyone listening to this uh, must have crossed this knowledge in the many incarnations they've had already. Um, so that's the end of this short podcast. So the Tala image is on the Patreon site, as I mentioned before. Um, do become a patron patron of the Patreon because <laughs> um, you get many high level, uh, very good Tala images there and also um, Tala and Loka Yantras on the site so very high quality um, a really good detail and um, there's lots of books as well ebooks lots of training material there's transcripts of this podcast if you, if you prefer to to read it then um, see my um, my funny face <laughs> talking um, so uh, and do subscribe to the podcast do subscribe to the YouTube channel as well um, we've got uh, if we get more than 100 subscribers, um, 
we'll ha- we'll be able to have a dedicated URL, which should probably be quite good uh, instead of having some random numbers and letters. Um, so also join the Ironwell Foundation. All these details will be put into the description as usual. So I shall say goodbye and goodbye.